0: Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. Whatever your listening preference, you can find our feature interviews on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course on UNFOspreys.com. Don't miss our chats with student athletes, coaches, alumni, and Ospreys and the pros. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to our next edition of Talent Talk. Special guest Ariana Munoz of UNF Women's Soccer. Uh, This is the second Osprey from the women's soccer team this summer. We've talked to Thais Hayes as well with her ventures in the NWSL. So Ari, thanks for joining.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity.
0: Of course, yeah. Big summer for you getting get to, to represent Peru, playing Copa America games uh, and those friendlies as well. Uh, before we get into that, just give a quick introduction of yourself.
1: Yes, my name is Ariana Muñoz. I will be a fifth year this year. Um, I'm actually graduating at the end of the summer with my major in exercise science and a leadership minor. Um, and yeah, I've been at UNF for about two years now, and I couldn't be more thankful to be here and to see what the future holds this season.
0: Yeah, so local product and uh, starting off your career in Miami, coming here, um, you know, what's that journey been like to, to have this come full circle and be back at UNF?
1: It's, it's kind of crazy to think about, like, it's been a long process um, to think that I would be back in Jacksonville. I just could have never imagined, but I think things always work out for a reason. And yeah, I mean, I'm from Jacksonville. I played here at the club Armada um, all my years through elementary, middle, and high school. And then I went to University of Miami and things weren't exactly what I expected in terms of style of play and everything and I got the opportunity from coach Eric and the coaching staff here and and I've never regretted that decision and it's probably one of the best that I've made.
0: So first off uh before we get into uh to more stuff about UNF you had a very busy summer uh probably kept your summer a lot fuller than you would have thought uh, Go into what, what you've been up to this summer, uh, just some of the, the foundational pieces of information.
1: Yeah, so basically, i um, going to regress a little bit, but like last um, November, I got invited to play um, in these international friendlies in Paraguay. And unfortunately, I got um, injured in October and couldn't make it. So that was really upsetting because I've been working for this opportunity for years and to miss out on something like that was really like frustrating. It was just bad timing and everything. But I kept my head up and, you know, rehabbed for three, four months, just hoping that I would get a second chance, basically. And come around summer, Um, I got to play in the the end of the spring season, my last two games. And I was just kind of like, waiting around, seeing um, if I would get that chance. And I actually got that phone call, which got me excited. Um, I knew that I would get that chance to go to Peru and have the opportunity that I've always dreamt of. So basically, um, beginning of June, I flew to Peru and it was basically like a week and a half of a tryout basically, it was like a training camp. And at the end of that week and a half, they chose 21 out of the 30 players to travel to Mexico for the international friendlies. And I was just very thankful that I made it to that point. And then in Mexico, I got my debut I got to to start in my first game and and score and that was just even a plus a bonus on top of everything but just like excited to be there and like representing the country and just a dream come true basically. And then from there we went back to Peru. We had another training camp for a week and a half before they announced the roster of, of who would be traveling to the Copa America in Colombia. And once again I was just very thankful that I got selected for that and We went to Copa America. We were there basically almost, you know, three weeks um, in which we played four games. And yeah, that's basically been my summer because I just got back a few days ago and getting ready for preseason now.
0: Yeah, it's a a full summer. I'm sure, you know, it's probably been pretty tiring with the travel too, but one that you definitely will never want to trade pretty pretty much for anything. So go into how that selection process even works. Like how do you even get considered to be on that training camp? There's certain criteria that you have to meet? Um, what's kind of that process?
1: So it's actually been a long process, like years of a process, to be honest. Um, when I first got to UNF um, during my first season here, which we had in the spring because of, whole, of the whole pandemic and I had a, I had a pretty good season Um, and actually a commentator that commentates for Orlando Pride but is originally from Peru um, had watched like a couple of the games and so he basically like posted you know me on his social media and you know like you kind of never know who's watching because then one of the scouts from the federation um, messaged me asking about like you know where I played like who my family was from Peru, like if I would be interested, this and that, and I had to fill out a bunch of paperwork. And basically he told me, he was like, nothing's guaranteed, but we're in contact now and we're going to be watching you um, in your games. And, you know, when we have a chance or an opportunity, if we think that you would fit in and, and would be good enough, like we'll let you know. So basically since that spring season, um, I just was kind of like waiting, you know, kept working and basically just hoping that that chance would come around. And it was basically like they were analyzing my games and I had to send them previous games too from years past. And, but basically it was a decision that they would make based on how they saw my games and how they were analyzing my upcoming season.
0: So, yeah, it's a lot of legwork on your part, too, to even really (laughs) get it set up. Um, But I was just curious because it is such a foreign thing because it's not, you know, not necessarily something that everybody goes through or even it's different than, you know, professional draft picks and uh, getting onto a college team or something like that. As far as um, your Peruvian Peruvian roots, like descent, nationality, is there Mm -hmm. a certain criteria you have to meet for that? I mean, it can get – You know, very crazy sometimes with guys that play in different countries. Are like, how are you playing for Italy right now? I don't really know, but what's that? What's that like for you? What's your connection to Peru?
1: So my connection is so my mom's from Spain, and then my dad is the one that's from Peru. And I mean, we've gone to Peru um, here and there because it's like when it's winter here, it's summer there, and when it's summer there, it's winter here. But um, we always go to a city called Trujillo. That's where my all my family lives and you know since i was little i would go there and when i went i would play pickup with like guys you know just like you know on the street or you know out of field we would just get together and like whoever it was like hey you want to play let's play and it's just like it's always been a dream you know of mine to play for Peru and like we would talk about like I would tell my family about and stuff like that so having it all just like come together this summer and having my family even from afar just like being able to watch me um and my family in Peru as well just like live streaming the games and everything has really just been like like you said like a, a full circle and a dream come true and I'm just hoping this is the beginning and I hope I get called back um because I think we have um a lot of potential as a team and i think it's a process like anything else but i think we can get farther along in these upcoming years
0: so uh what's what, what was the weather like then down there in the southern hemisphere during this time of year obviously it's the winter but like there's you know obviously then separate climates within the southern hemisphere but as far as in peru i mean south america for as a whole, it would go down to Chile, I'm sure it's freezing all the way to the Oh, to
1: yeah. So Peru is kind of like in the middle of South America. So when I first got there, it was like getting cold, you know, um, especially like at nights. it was like really chilly. Um, but it wasn't too bad to begin with, you know, like mid 60s. But by the time it was end of July, Um, I was definitely like, I'm ready to go back. (laughs) I missed the warm weather because it was just like really cold and like, you know, like you wouldn't really see the sun a lot. Like it was gray outside and just like that, like, you know, um, the winter weather over there. But overall, it wasn't super, super cold. So I can't complain. But definitely, definitely a big difference from like, you know, coming back and being in like the mid 90s and like the sun shining. But yeah, it's been, it's just like been cool to see like a different, you know, different climates wherever we went, but just happy to be back for sure.
0: Yeah, it, that's always the funny thing because I think for most Americans, we, you know, you have that vision of South America and you just think the further you go south, the, the warmer it's going to be no matter what. But obviously it flips around <laughs> once you get to the equator and it can be cold. And Is right. that mostly because of the altitude at parts in Peru?
1: Yes, something that was different there for sure was like the mountains and the altitude in general. So I think that also contributes to the weather and like the wind and yeah, you just feel the air more. Um, and yeah, so it was definitely a bit colder over there.
0: Yeah, that's probably, it's probably, has it been probably the coldest that you played soccer in? Cause obviously, I don't know, maybe not, but like, cause Miami is warm, Jacksonville is warm. I don't
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about for like a good chunk of time, like a couple of weeks and okay, stuff, like yeah. for sure. Um, I was like in long sleeve, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, overall, I can't complain because I know like now that, you know, these next couple of months are hot. even colder over yeah. there, but I'm back in the warm weather. So happy about that.
0: Yeah, those those afternoon kickoffs are always really hot for you guys. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. used to that over the past few years being, being here. Uh, What was the, just the acclimation period like for you uh, getting there? And then uh, obviously you'd been there before, so it wasn't like a complete, you know, 180. You kind of had some footing in Peru, but getting to know people, getting to know the players, getting to know the coaches, how was that process like? Mm
1: -hmm. That's a good question. Honestly, in terms of the weather, like you said, I've been there before. So I got acclimated pretty quickly in that. Um, More than anything, it was just like, you know, like, getting into that, like, environment with the team and the coaches and everything, because, like, in that sense, I had never been there, had never been to the soccer facility that they have, had never met any of the girls. Like, I had heard of some of them, you know, through social media and stuff, had never met the coach or anything. So it was just, like, a lot of first for me. Um, but honestly, like, I was, I really had, like, a, a warm welcome from it. From everyone, even from the very beginning, in terms of like where I was staying and the facility, um, my roommate. Um, the girls that lived nearby and then once practices started I kind of got into the groove of things and you know like you start playing and you start meeting people and I think as the days went on and of course as the weeks went on um, everyone started to like open up and I, I was just really amazed at how well everyone connected in terms of like being on a team because honestly if you think about it it was like 30 girls who were just invited and like some of them knew each other and then some of us yeah. didn't so it was a short amount of time for us to get to know each other, but everyone really made the most of it. And by the, you know, by a couple of weeks in, we, I really felt like I had known most of the girls for more, more time than what it actually was.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause it's such a collision of people from different areas, you know, like of course some people I'm, you know, live in Peru, you know, and then some like yourself are coming from you know the United States, and you've got to go through that travel process, and just getting here—you know, getting there can be a challenge. Whereas some, it's in their backyard, and they know these these people exactly. and everything. Um, so, as far as the training and everything, I'm sure, that was different in different ways. You have different coaches, different styles. What was that like? How different was the training? How different was the the coaching and the the the, the style of play for you?
1: Yes, the style of play definitely different um i think in south america and in europe it's that sort of style of play where they want to you know combine and you know through pass and like try to play more what they call like um they call it like pretty soccer you know it's more like building up and and honestly that's how i like to play um here in america in general it's more like you know more direct more like kick and run type of thing. Um, of course, it depends. Not every team's like that, but on average, that's more of the style of play here in the United States. And so my first day of practice, I remember when I got there and we were playing like a 4v4 type of rondo and I was like, okay, like these girls, you know, they know how to like play quick, move off the ball, pass and go. So I knew from the beginning, I was like, I'm going to like it. You know, I'm going to like it here. And it's something that I know like, Back at UNF now, we're trying to also play that way because we want to, you know, build out of the back and build through our midfield and up to our forwards. And I think this year we're really going to be able to also implement that style of play here at UNF.
0: You had that big opportunity in that first game to score that goal, Um, you know, go into that game, go into how you felt before that goal even happened. Obviously, that was the first international friendly too. Uh, what were the nerves like? Were they different from when you played at, you know, play games here in, in America or was it the same or what was the vibe like?
1: Yeah. So like I always it doesn't matter. You know, I've been playing soccer my entire life and I always go into every game feeling very excited, but also a little nervous, you know, and my dad always says, no, that's good. It's always good to be a little nervous. But of course, like, you know, on an international stage, I was a bit more nervous. And, you know, it was my first time just like playing with the team in an actual game and being in that environment. We were in this like big stadium and there was a crowd. There were a lot of like fans from Mexico watching. So it was definitely like a different environment. But honestly, like I just love that type of environment. I think it just like motivates and inspires me to like, you know, want to play even more. Um, so going into that game and just seeing how how like thankful I was to just even be there and that opportunity, I just kind of just wanted to make the most of it. And of course, like when I scored, it was just like surreal in the moment. I I just like couldn't believe it, and just like that celebration was with like my teammates and everything. It was just like very like emotional for me, and it meant a lot because I've like honestly just like worked like a lot of years to just even have the opportunity and to be able to even score in like my first game was just like a dream come true. So just like very thankful and and just very excited overall.
0: That was a really impressive goal too. It wasn't like, you know, you just got some scraps <laughs> and you know, cleaned up somebody's uh, attack and, <laughs> and scored. Uh, yeah, you had that amazing goal that night afterwards do you remember what that was like going to sleep that night after knowing that you had scored a goal for Peru? Um,
1: honestly, it was just like, I remember um, after the game and we, we you know, we have a routine, we have to take an ice bath and everything. But once I got on my phone, it was just like a bunch of messages from my entire family in Peru and my family here. Um, And they were just like, we had never screamed that loud before. So just like, you know reading the messages from my family and seeing how much it meant to them um just like really got me in my feels and everything and I definitely had a lot of adrenaline going that night um but I kind of like gone to sleep better knowing that you know I got my first international friendly got the opportunity to play my first international friendly and um was able to score um so yeah just an amazing feeling all around yeah
0: that's Certainly solidified your spot <laughs> at moving on, making the Copa America team. I and then I realized, like just following your content on social media and what the the federation was posting and just things like that. Um, I mean, your stuff got a lot of traction. Do you know how much like your personal social media following expanded since this?
1: Um, I don't think I realized the extent of it. I've definitely noticed like a big difference. Um because I was on private before, actually, <laughs> on Instagram. And, you know, I just was, like, at, like, following requests, like, 2,000. And I was, like, okay, like, you know. <laughs> you, had what
0: 2000, I- you had 2,000 requests?
1: <laughs> I had 2,000 requests at, after that first game. And I was just, like, okay, like, what do I do, you know? So then I just, like, made that decision to go public um, more than anything because, I feel like this is my way of, like, inspiring and motivating other people. Like, since then, I've just, like, I've gotten messages from, like, little girls who are, like, hey, like, I hope to, like, be able to, like, play one day or, like, hey, do you mind, like, sending me, like, a little welcome, like, saying hi or just, like, people who are going through a rough time as well. Like, I've gotten people who were, like, watching games from hospitals and was, like, hey, like, I really, like watching you play like would you mind like responding back saying hi just like stuff like that where I think like I can make a difference in that sense and I just like spreading like my positive energy and like vibes to other people and I know everyone you know everyone comes from a different background and people go through different things and if I can like you know change someone's life in like a small matter like that like I will be so willing to do so so that was my main reason behind going all that but definitely was like should I do it or should I not so
0: <laughs> yeah I don't blame you I don't think it would be very fun to to go through your phone and select accept 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 2,000 times right. I kind of would have just would have just let it go at that point but you're kind of a mini celebrity to a degree in, in Peru is that kind of how it felt down there did it like Did it feel like you kind of were like, oh, like all these people know me down here now and that's kind of like home in a way, second home?
1: Honestly, um, it was really amazing because I, you know, that first game, I think just like having a, that first goal to like really opened up doors for me that I just like couldn't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like people were like, I want to be your fan, like stuff like that. We're like, I had never had I had never had that before and you know more than anything I'm just like very thankful for all the like love and support that I received and like you said that really made it really made me feel like I wasn't too far from home and you know being able to represent a country just knowing that anytime we would go out there like you're not just like representing your team like I'm representing all these people who like you know people who even traveled like to the games from Peru just to watch us and that's something like in Peru that I've always like Notice is just like the passion, you know, the passion it doesn't matter like what the score is or like how the game is going, people are always there. And the night, like the night before we went to Columbia, we actually had like a group of people come to like the facility and they were like, they made a whole like chant you know they were like doing chants they had like drums going like music playing so like just seeing that it's like how can you not want to like go out there and like do your best you know and like and play because all these people are so like inspiring and motivating and like a country like Peru you know they're not you know they're not as developed as you know the United States or other countries but seeing that something like soccer can just like join everyone together regardless of like what they have or what they do is just it's just really meaningful and really impactful, and I just hope that I can keep making a difference in, you know, the lives of like other people. And I think like this is my way of doing so, like through soccer. Um, so I just hope that it continues to be that way.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah. So I'm sure you haven't really been able to digest all of it uh, to a degree, <laughs> but you've probably got some good mementos from it, and there's a lot of good photos. Do you have a favorite? maybe photo or a piece of gear or whatever that you kind of brought back with you?
1: Yeah. So I I have a a couple, like my, my favorite photo is probably um, the one where I was like celebrating after the goal with like another teammate mm-hmm. it was just, like we were in the air like hugging because I was just like I think it was just like so excited and they like just captured it perfectly so it was just like a big moment so like that's a photo I'll definitely save in my memories and then in terms of gear I something that like just like I just can't even explain in words, but like I had never had a Jersey with my last name in the back. Mm -hmm. And when I first received that, and then I also like, coincidentally, I got number eight, which is my number here at UNF. Like I was just like, I was just in shock. I was just in shock. And I was just like, wow, this is like an honor. And I'm just like, very thankful. And, and the thing is, they actually let us keep those jerseys. Um, So I actually like, I kept, you know, One for me and like gave one to my family and then I gave one to coach Eric um, because you know him and the whole coaching staff even from far away like have always always supported me and I know they watch every game and I'm just thankful like very thankful for coach Eric because you know if it wasn't for him like I wouldn't be here at UNF and he took a chance on me and you know since then he he's always been there for me so I'm just very grateful and and blessed to be honest.
0: Yeah, this is some great photos. I, I remember seeing that one, uh, a couple of them from that game. I mean, this it, it lends itself to being a good photo when you've got all that emotion, too. So it comes out and it's captured in that photo. And I, I had just assumed that um, you were able to select eight. I don't know if you... Like, chose it, or it was just random completely. No, it
1: was, it was, it was random. Like, we walked into this room and they were like, okay, we're going to hand out like the jerseys, like, because they were going to take pictures. This was when we first went to Mexico. And I, I was like, okay, you know, like the number doesn't really matter. You know, like, I'm just happy to be here, you know. And then when they were like, Ariana, you're, you're eight. And I was like, I just like in myself internally, I was like, no way. You know, like, that's my, like, unf number like i couldn't have like imagined a better number to be honest
0: yeah i would i would have not known i i would have just thought already chose the eight and you know i knew it was your number here too so i was like okay (laughs) it's just we're just going with it you know right Uh, um what does the future look like for this and your involvement with this does like that stake your claim on being on these teams going forward what are the tournaments that you can play in like how does that work necessarily
1: so basically, I know now like the coaching staff and the whole federation, basically what they do is like the an- they analyze the entire team. And moving forward, like they'll invite the girls that, you know, they thought they think that will con- continue to contribute to the team. Um, right now, there's not any um, tournaments per se. There's like what they call these like FIFA dates. In which they're gonna do like more training camps and more um, international friendlies, because I think in in two years again they're doing another Copa America because they changed now. Before it was like every four years, but now it's every two years, and so I think they want to take advantage of the FIFA dates that they have in order for you know the team to come together and be able to build more of that team chemistry. Because like you said, you know we have some local girls, but then we have girls from U.S some people who play like overseas or just in another country. So being able to take advantage of those dates would be, you know, an advantage um, and hopefully something that I'll get invited back to so we can perform better in in the games and the tournaments that are coming up.
0: Obviously you still have UNF to play this year and college soccer is totally different. Uh, Do you feel like it will change your perspective of being out on the field this year Do you feel different in any way, or how do you think it will influence how you play?
1: I think for me, um, I don't think – I don't want it to, like, change anything. You know, like, I I still have a lot to prove, and I don't want it to be, like, this whole thing right now. Like, I want to focus on this season, and, like, I think we have a really good group of girls – um, coming in and returners as well. And I think we're going to have a good team. And I just want us to, you know, do well. And, like, of course, it's my last season here, as well as for some other girls. And I just, I just want to go out on a high. And I think, if anything, this is the year to do so. So I know we have big goals. Um, hopefully we can, you know, win a conference this year. Um, but it's a step-by-step process and it's a it's a day-to-day thing so I'm just excited to you know get back at it and you know work hard every day because you know what happened this summer was definitely a dream come true and everything but being able to win something with UNF and just have a good season will also be a dream come true so I just want to you know be able to enjoy that and be present in the moment. Great yeah it's
0: a uh, you know right around the corner you got to go into tourney camp here on August 1st, um, and then the season starts August 18th, regular season at least uh, officially. So it's been a full summer for you. I know Coach Faulkner was um, happy that, that you at least were able to get a few days of rest here uh, before him, <laughs> but uh, be busy the next couple of weeks. Uh, anything else that you'd want to share, Ari, that we didn't touch on?
1: Um, I think we touched on everything. I just want to say, like, thank you because I honestly have watched like a couple episodes of this podcast and for you to like invite me and everything, I was just like, of course, like, you know, of course. And I just hope, you know, I can, um, you know, this is a great way to share my experience. And like I said, my, one of my goals in life is just to like inspire and motivate other people to do the same, you know, not even in terms of soccer, but in life in general, like, you know, you got to keep working hard and just believing in yourself and like, dreaming big because anything is possible and sometimes you know things take a little bit longer but like everything happens for a reason and um yeah just hoping that everyone can take that piece of advice and and whether that be in in soccer or in sports or in, in academics or in life um and yeah just thank you again for everything
0: thanks for the couple of views i appreciate any views i can get um <laughs> yeah i have interviewed a few women soccer student athletes over the years i think uh, probably probably three or four, maybe four or five uh, over over the last few. So I appreciate that, and thanks for for jumping on today. Uh, look forward to to watching you guys play this year.